And maybe the reason why they show all these high production commercials for their challenge is because they're trying to attract people that have a high production budget and want to create highly produced, very nice videos, uh, which is not me. Like I, I do most of my videos on my iPhone. I just really don't give a shit as long as it converts. So I was like, man, this is such a good lesson because it's been brought to my attention that a Lamborghini Countach isn't as desirable as I thought, seeing as though they stopped making them in 1990. I was born in 1978, and when I was a young whippersnapper, I used to dream of the days when I could afford my own Countach. I'd drive it around with my tennis hero, Boris Becker. Oop, there I go again. I forgot I was talking to millennials, and quite frankly, I'm a bit hurt from all the hate mail that I received. So for all you millennial entrepreneurs out there, I'm retracting the Countach comment and going with the Lamborghini Gallardo. Welcome to the Instant Leverage Podcast. What is going on, guys? JR here coming to you live from WeWork in Denver. And we are one of the only ones here, which is pretty great. So happy Monday. Currently in Denver with Joel Kaplan. I'm sure many of you are familiar with him. One of my good friends in this life. And if it sounds extremely echoey, it's because I'm in a conference room. So in this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about what we call dog whistle copy. So dog whistle copy is a concept that was introduced to me by Mr. Frank Kern in where he talks about getting the attention of your perfect prospect and no one else. So for example, an example of this might be read this if you are a multi-unit restaurant owner if you're going after multi-unit restaurant owners. So anyone who's not a multi-unit restaurant owner would would not read that, right? So it's a good way to weed people out. So one of the things that have made our ads successful is just knowing who we're talking to and screening for those people right on the front end. So by saying, read this if you're a multi-unit restaurant owner, you're automatically gonna attract better prospects because what most people do is they'll say, hey, you know, hey, restaurant owners, do you want XYZ? And they just speak to everybody and then they get a ton of people on the phone and then they're like, oh, these these ads don't work. I'm getting a bunch of unqualified people. And it's kind of like no duh because you have no qualifiers in your copy. So your your copy, it's just important that you attract the people that you do want, that you repel the people that you don't want as it is to attract the people that you do want. So the situation that prompted this podcast was I was uh, checking out a Facebook ad that someone sent me. And it was for these like Harmon brothers, which are the guys that did uh, squatty potty poopery. They did the click funnels viral video. It's from those guys. And they, I think they came out with a course or something that teaches people how to produce videos and commercials like they do. So I was kind of, I was with um, my girlfriend, Melissa, and uh, we were kind of, wa- I think she was the one that sent it to me actually. And we were kind of watching it and she's like, Oh, you know, they were doing like a 21 day challenge or something. And she's like, Oh, do th- you think you should do this? And I'm like, no, because it seems like they're looking for people that in order to work with them, you, you have to be willing to make these like high production videos. And then I thought about it and I was like, man, they're missing out on opportunity by not saying something in their copy. That's like, Hey, and just so you know, uh, these don't have to be super high well-produced commercials. And then I thought about it and I was like, well, 
Maybe not because maybe I'm not their ideal audience. And maybe the reason why they show all these high production commercials for their challenges because they're trying to attract people that have a high production budget and want to create highly produced, very nice videos, uh, which is not me. Like I, I do most of my videos on my iPhone. I just really don't give a shit as long as it converts. So I was like, man, this is such a good lesson because a lot of the times we will the biggest mistake I've ever made was trying to make marketing for everybody that attracts everybody. And it's not that it failed, but when you attract everybody, you attract everybody, which is not necessarily a good thing. Like if you were throwing a party and you wanted to make sure the right people came to the party, you wouldn't just be like, Hey, here's my party. Anybody come bring it, bring whoever, um, because whoever lumps the entire human race into one category, which includes homeless people, murderers, convicts, etc. And I'm sure those aren't the kind of people that you want at your party. So not that there's anything wrong with, but, uh, so, um, if you are trying to attract the right people, one of the things that we do is we will put the, we will put the offer and who we're talking to in the first line of our copy. So for example, if I'm saying like, Hey, marketing agency owners, or let's say I'm speaking to experienced marketing agency owners because I have an offer for them. I'd say something like, hey, experienced marketing agency owners, do you want to completely automate and outsource your client acquisition and fulfillment? Now, I'm all instantly going to weed out anybody who's getting started, anybody who doesn't have a single client yet, right? So we get extremely picky with who we're working with. One of the things that in, in one of our niches, um, there's a certain type of client who does the, how do I put this? The offer that our clients do in the, their small business, it could be no, it could be a side offer, for example, in, uh, uh, certain businesses, right? So it's like, let's say that you do, you run a barbershop and you do, uh, braiding and you also do, um, haircuts and you also do all these different things. It's kind of like if, if you were trying to work with barbershops to get more braiding jobs, right? But um, you realize that they really don't take braiding seriously because it's just kind of like their side income versus a studio or a barbershop or a, a salon that only does braiding is the, the difference here. So we know that the people who, for example, let's say the barbershop that does braiding is not necessarily our best client because they don't their income does not depend on braiding. It depends on haircuts, right? So in our in our copy... We said, hey, essentially, if we're talking to this, this target audience, we'd say something like, hey, if you are a barbershop that also does braiding, then this is not for you. And it's as simple as that. Um, this has been one of the best ways that I've found to get quality prospects on the phone that actually know what's going on rather than just casting this wide ass net and then trying to filter through, which is essentially what, what we used to do. Because... One of the things that is, is so, so important to understand is that you don't want everybody. You need to know who you're going after and then cast the dog whistle or uh, throw out the dog whistle copy for that particular individual. Perfect example of this is on one of our ads, some of our marketing, some of our marketing agency messaging is like, hey, you know, if you run an agency and you want a virtual assistant, then keep reading, then read on, right? That ad got us a completely different person on the phone than when I said, if you run a marketing agency or a digital marketing lead gen agency, we were getting 
like insurance agents and, and that's just not the people that we work with. So we had to, I was like, man, why are we getting all these insurance agents? Sure enough, I changed like two words in the copy and suddenly we're getting the right people. So if you are having trouble getting the right people on the phone, you are not screening them enough in your copy. You're trying to cast too wide of a net, which is okay at first because originally like your problem is you have no appointments. So you're like, let's just cast a wide ass net. I don't care who we talk to as long as we get somebody on the phone. Then eventually you're like, okay, I figured out this appointment problem, but now I want to, I want to fix this quality problem. Then you start screening more and canceling appointments and applications. And and it's kind of, that's what we do. So we get applications in and if they don't have a marketing agency, we ask them for their website. If it's not a marketing agency, then we just cancel the appointment. Um, so we're looking more, we're at the point where we're looking more for, for, uh, quality prospects than we are looking for just quantity of prospects. And when you're working with people within your niche or your, your sub niche within your niche, you will be able to tailor your messaging and your product specifically to those people. They'll get better results You'll make more money and you'll have less headaches than when you're casting a wide ass net like, I just want to work with all chiropractors in the world and I just want to work with all realtors. No. Do you want to work with team leads? Do you want to work with realtors that have done a certain amount of volume? Do you want to work with uh, residential reals, uh, realtors? Do you want to work with commercial realtors? Do you want to work with successful commercial realtors? So typically, what we do is we just find the characteristics of our most successful clients most successful, least pain in the ass, um, best results, easiest to work with, listen the most. And then we just screen for those people throughout our process. And, uh, if they don't fit those qualifications, then, you know, we just cancel the call or we just, you know, don't work with them or we'll let them know on the call. So that's all I got for you guys today. Make sure that you are qualifying, make sure that you have your, your dog whistle copy on lock and um, I might be moving to Denver soon. So some of you guys out in the uh, West Coast, Midwest, uh, I'll be a lot closer to you guys very soon. Although um, I love Florida, but I think for right now, this move might just, just might just be the right thing for where I'm, at, where I'm at in my life right now. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, leave me a review if you haven't already and shoot me an email. I'd love to chat with you guys, jr at instantleverage.com. And I will see you guys soon. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, and I'd be forever grateful if you left us a five-star review on the app you're listening on so we can help more people. And if you want more content like this, then click that subscribe button now. And until next time, my friends, stay leveraged.